spanning all the way from yesterday's Amabase uh, until today's Amabase takes us into the world of Baba Metzia, some very well-known sections of Baba Metzia, the law of Shomer Aveda, person who is watching over a lost object. And we're introduced to the fundamental dispute of Rabbah and Rav Yosef. How do we view the status of a Shomer Aveda, somebody who finds a lost object, and now he's guarding over it to make sure nothing happens to it? Do we look at this person like a Shomer Chinam, a person who's basically unpaid, he's watching it, but he doesn't have to have tremendous amount of responsibility for the item? Or do we look at this person as a Shomer Sachar, which also has ramifications in terms of being getting payment, sort of paid, paid watchmanship, but at the same time, there's also a higher level of responsibility. So Rabbah holds that this guard receives nothing for his guarding service, while Rav Yosef told that the Shomer, the guard, is granted a monetary benefit. So he is treated like a Shomer Sachar when he is looking after the lost item during that time. He's involved with looking after it. He's exempt, says Rav Yosef, from giving tzedakah based on the principle ha'osik b'mitzvah pater mina mitzvah. Person who's involved in the performance of one mitzvah is going to be exempt from other mitzvah. This is a principle that doesn't just apply here. It's a principle we find and have discussed many times in the past in many different contexts of halacha. Purpose of doing a mitzvah is to be totally infused and immersed inside of that experience and therefore one is going to be exempt from being distracted away from that experience to be involved in something else and therefore concludes of Yosef this guard this shomer is required to be focused on the quote-unquote well-being of the lost item as a form of shiabud sort of it's a servant it's a service to that item to the owner of that item who he may not even know turning a person into a Shomer Sachar, into a paid watchman. So Schwartz of Yeshiva Haritzion pointed out in the Shir that according to Rabbah as well, he would probably agree that a Shomer Veda, a person who's watching over a lost item, is, is indeed exempt as well from tzedakah, from giving tzedakah. Why? Since we have the Gemaras elsewhere, Ibn Nadarim, Lama Gimel, for example, take it as a given, given halacha, this concept of pruta der Yosef, that the exemption from tzedakah, whilst a person is mid-shmirah, in the middle of guarding something, is a form of payment. You get to keep the money in your pocket. The fact that you don't have to give tzedakah, it's not necessarily that you're getting a salary, you're not getting a check, you're not getting cash, but the fact that that money that you would have given for tzedakah stays in your pocket is a form of monetary benefit. But for Rabbah, the words of Rav Schwartz. It's not a significant enough amount of money to be called a salary, to be called a paid service. And therefore, that's why Rabbah would stop short of calling this person a Shomer Sachar. The Maharshal comes along and asks, why the Allah seems to ignore the fact that Rav Yosef actually brings a second answer? So why did my Rebbein from Yeshiva remove interrogating the Shir on this suki suggested that the two answers of Rav Yosef do not contradict each other. Rather, they complement one another. We've made the point that for Rav Yosef, watching over a lost item, a person receives a benefit of being exempt from giving tzedakah during his service. For Rabbah, it's not enough money to be called payment, but for Rav Yosef, his second point is he's zakai l'tzchar. He's, he's entitled to a certain monetary benefit.
framing his statement as a paid guard. And therefore, Yosef would respond and say, that's exactly the point. The Torah said what the reward is in this case. It's not a subjective amount that the guard can charge, say, this is the amount you have to pay me. It's an objective amount that all guards receive for the guarding service. And therefore, there are no two approaches of Yosef. The second point comes to complement the first point. Why a lost item, why a Shomer Veda becomes a Shomer Sachar? Of course, the underlying principle of both of these Amoraim, these rabbis, is the care and sensitivity we must show to even something we find of a total stranger, to be focused on it to the extent that we don't pause even to give tzedakah. This is the expansion of one's heart to be more sensitive and caring to the people and world around us.